0: Thank you for the invitation to speak here today. My task is to speak about the importance of involving people living with HIV and empowering people living with HIV to do the work that we need to do. After 30 years of living with HIV and maybe 25 years of being an activist, I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted, but there's work to do, and I can't sit on my roll Every time I think, okay, I'm done, I feel like there's so much more to do. But there's very few of us doing this work at the moment, and many of them are in this room. They are in this room doing the work that they need to do. I don't want to stand up here and tell you, you know, Who doesn't know that it's important to involve people living with HIV and empowering people living with HIV to do the work that we need to do in the HIV sector? Who doesn't know it? We all do. Know it. Why are we not doing it? We need to step back and say, what is it we are not doing? And talk to activists. Talk to people living with HIV. And who are we? We are a diverse group. We are a diverse group of black, yellow, green, red, brown people. I've had only two presenters talking about young people, young people living with HIV. I've had nothing said about them. We need new activists, old activists talking to younger activists. How do we, as people living with HIV, who are active now, find the find pathway of those who are not active and, f- and interest them in doing this work? Because if we don't, we will fail. And it won't be just the failure of people living with HIV, it will be a failure of everybody else who is working with us I don't mean to preach to you I know you are all doing everything that needs to be done but we need to bring in more people we need to bring in more people we need to fight we have great opportunities to continue to fight I agree Deborah an election let's continue to fight let's put HIV on the agenda There is money out there. The money is out there. Where is it gone? Where? (laughs) The money is there. We've already said there's no money and then it appears. You know, the money is out there. Let's make it work for us. Let's make it work for us. Let's involve people living with HIV in everything that we do. Think of us first planning development evaluation think of us and as people living with hiv let's try and get over ourselves for a minute let's get out of our bubble and engage others let's engage other patient groups yes we are special but other people are special too and they need services. If we don't engage them, we will lose out. So let's go out and engage them. If we are asking for peer support, let that peer support be peer support that's reflecting the reality today. I've been to support groups where I've wanted to slit my throat. And I'm like, if I sit here for another minute, I'm going to commit suicide. Please, for organizations that are providing peer support, let's look at the relevance of the information that we are providing, the relevance of the capacity that we are providing with people, empowering people. I want to specifically talk to the African community because I'm African just in case you didn't notice we have no leadership within the African communities it's disappeared with many organizations that have gone before it people don't know where to go and black people keep joking that's us black people that's not a joke people are dying still at this particular time and we are the least engaged but the most affected. We need to go back to basics. When I say basics, we all need to play our part. What is it in your capacity? What is it that you can do? We need to value the experience of people living with HIV. That's starting with GPs. One time I went to my GP, that's not very long ago, two months ago, actually, my GP wasn't there. So another GP told them, you know, my bone hurts. I'm getting old. This, you know, experience of living with HIV for a long time, medication and all of this. And the GP goes, you're a doctor then, are you? And I thought, Living with HIV for 30 years, that experience gives me permission to tell you exactly what I know, because I live with this HIV every day. And that's my doctorate. (laughs) But it is that where people don't feel valued, where they go we need to go back to basics. Once people feel valued, once people feel empowered, once people feel that they're not a problem, they're not about the problem, they are also the solution, that they are the solution, then they'll start to act. But as Gary said, you know, not everybody, as a person living with HIV is going to become an activist. But we still need to find out what is it that actually interests them? What is the pathway? For me, the pathway was about treatment literacy. Treatment literacy empowered me, and that's why I'm still speaking now. That's why I haven't shut up about HIV. And that's why I still feel that it's important for every patient, HIV patients, to know about their treatment so that they can be able to take it. There's so much that has been spoken, and I didn't want to repeat it. So I came here very much on a personal mission. People living with HIV are important. We know that. How does that translate in actually valuing them? Empowering them to do the work that they need to do. How do we get more activists empowered throughout all the communities, throughout all the age brackets? How do we get to do that? And if somebody tells me that there isn't money, I might throw something at them because there is money. Let's make it work for us. Thank you.